Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Zen Short. Why am I going to call it a Zen Short? Well, because the only thing I want to cover today is the OCB Yorton Cup 2023. It was such a significant event, it deserved its own episode. I mean, it was just off the hook. So join me as I cover some of the highlights of the show, some of our great competitors, and just some of the significance of what made this Yorton Cup so important. Before I begin, I want to give a big thank you to the athletes who came up to me at the Yorton Cup who are listeners of the Zen of Bodybuilding. I really appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your listenership and thank you. Uh, it just humbles me that I'm able to provide something of value to the competitors. And I just I just want to say heartfelt thank you. Uh, thank you for your listenership. I wish I could have mingled with you all more, but um, <laughs> I was your head judge. So there wasn't a lot of interaction I could have with you. Uh, but hopefully at future events, I will not be judging and we'll be there and we can hang out and uh, have some fellowship of iron. So what about the Yorton Cup? Let's start with a, just a brief history of it. The first year that we did a Yorton Cup was back in 2005, and it was an amateur-only event at that time. And one of the little-known facts about that first Yorton Cup is we almost never had one. Uh, the show was scheduled for November 11th in 2005, but on October 15th, the Florida coast was ravaged by its third major hurricane that season. As a matter of fact, that was known as one of the worst hurricane seasons that Florida had ever experienced. Hurricane Wilma blew through and actually destroyed the venue that had been rented. So Matt Shepley, the OCB founder and the creator of the Yorton Cup, went into overdrive. And eventually he secured a large hotel ballroom and hotel rooms in the only undamaged building in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, it was really incredible feat that he did that. There were 70 registered athletes, but 35 made it to the competition, mostly just due to the storm and the storm damage. But anyway, the legacy was born. Now, I wanted you to put that in perspective. 30 competitors, Fort Lauderdale, and a hectic beginning. At the 2023 Yorton Cup, we had 200 pro athletes. That's pros only. No amateur athletes, pro athletes on stage at the same time. The show started exactly on time. Each time gate was hit for each category, and we ended earlier than anticipated. It was truly a colossal feat by an incredible team anchored by my business partners, Marjorie Thrash, Chad Austin, and Frank Meekins, as well as a host of support people. And just, I, I, I couldn't name everybody, uh, and I don't want to bore everybody, but you know, we had uh, an outstanding backstage crew led by Showtime, our own Donald Graves, as well as a great MC with TFAB, Trisha Floyd. We had a great banter going back and forth. And Miss Tina Johnson was backstage interviewing all the champs. The video recording and the live stream was incredible. We had thousands of people on the live stream. That is just a feat in itself. And we had a packed audience. I mean, I, I just, it was just incredible. The uh, first year that we did pros was 2007, where we gave away a colossal $6,000 in total prize money. This year, $63,000 in prize money. Our judges, I, what can I say about our judges? They they did a really, really great job. So our judges go through an intense training process that includes an examination, um, as well as video training, Zoom training, in-service training. We need to make sure they fully comprehend the criteria. 
But there is gaps in learning and development as judges mature, just like happens in the major league sports. You know, you have uh, umpires and referees that are trained, but it takes a few years for them to really, really get that training down. So what we do is we grade our judges after every single show. Promoters are required to send me the tabulation sheets and the judges' names. What we do for the Jordan Cup is we take the highest scoring judges and put them in a pool of applicants, and selections are made from that from across the country. That way, no one region will have more than a few selected. So I thought it was important to break down how we selected our judges and where they came from. So the judges that we utilized were the highest scoring judges in the OCB for the year. And this is how we make sure that our criteria is upheld and that the winners represent the best of what we're trying to show for our criteria. And Yorton, it's obviously a team effort. It consists of everybody coming in and working together to make it all happen. And that includes the judges, the coaches, the competitors. It was such a vibe at check-in. I mean, coaches, you guys bring incredible teams. Competitors, you were all fantastic. It was just that the term epic is overused a lot of times when describing bodybuilding competitions, but really was, it was epic. I mean, I had the opportunity to hang out backstage. Competitors were, were mingling. There was such a vibe of friendliness. Help that we brought like 200 donuts backstage. So competitors were coming off stage after competing and having a donut, a little bit of sugar and a donut after a competition really, really helps with your mood. Seriously, uh, everybody was just working together. There was there were no boo birds. There was no bad behavior. The sportsmanship was great. Everybody was a professional from top to bottom. Uh, competitors, I can't say enough great things about you. It, it was really humbling seeing this all to come together. And I know, Matt, I know that he would have been proud of this event. This would have been a great achievement, as would Chet Yorton. I think that Chet would have been proud of the natural representation, vision, and dream that Chet had when he set out to start the first natural body only competition in 1979. I think that he would have seen it come full circle with 200 pro athletes competing for $63,000. I can't emphasize that enough. That is big. Uh, that means that natural bodybuilding has truly arrived. So I want to recap some of the categories. I want to start with the bodybuilding. Of course, it turned into the Levi Berg and the Magnum McRae show. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Levi and Magnum have managed to flip-flop Yorton Cup championships for the last several years. In the end, it was down to the two of them. Now, that's not to say that we didn't have other great returning champions. We had our returning top five from last year. Amika did great. He was uh, ended up in third place. He's out of Bloomfield, New Jersey. He looked fantastic. Much improved, much improved over last year. I also have to put a shout out to the oldest bodybuilder that we had in the competition, Kent Beerley. I mean, my God, Kent Beerley has been competing since I was a teenager. And I mean, he's significantly older than me. I'm just kidding. Kent, I think, is a year or two older than me. We competed back in the day. But he came in and he took third in his class and he looked fantastic for any age. But we rounded down the top three. It was Magna McRae. It was the 
best I've ever seen him look. I have been at or judged the last five Jordan Cups, and this was Magnum's absolute best year. Levi was on point, looked every bit as, as good as he did last year, was not an easy decision, was not a unanimous decision. It was a battle tooth and nail. Eventually, Magnum became the first three-time Jordan Cup champion. Three times. We've had a multitude of competitors in bodybuilding. Philip Ricardo, Doug Miller, and Magnum have all won two Jordan Cup championships. Magnum is now the only three-time winner we've ever had. So after that, we moved on to the men's pro classic. Along with the uptick in athletes, I mean, bodybuilding double from last year. We had double the athletes. Uh, men's classic physique, it grew as well. I don't know the exact number of athletes, but we had full classes of nine athletes in three different classes. And there were some great competitors. I mean, some fantastic, fantastic competitors. We had three returning top five from last year. Jamal Williams, last year's champion. Tracy Norwood, also a two-time Jordan Cup champion. Anton McIver, he was back again as well. But when it came down to the overalls, it was Tracy Norwood, Jamal Williams, and Angelo Sanon that were on stage for the top three. It was a battle. They were great. But in the end, it was Jamal Williams again, a two-time Jordan Cup champion, back-to-back win. So congratulations to Jamal. When we went into the men's the men's physique, that grew as well. We ended up with four full classes of nine competitors in each in the pro men's physique. They were just fantastic. We had four people returning from last year's top five. So it also turned into a really, really, really fantastic battle. Troy Garns, Desario Smith, Kevin Edmond, and uh, Eric Shelton all returned from last year's top five. It was really a hard-fought competition. It was difficult. As the head judge, I can tell you that I moved everybody around, tried to compare everybody with everybody, and it just did not get any easier. The more we moved them around, the more different angles we saw everybody at, the more difficult the decision was. I think that the men's pro physique was one of the most difficult men's physiques that I have ever tried to determine a top three out of. In the end, David Cole came into third place. Desario Smith, he was our runner-up. And Eric Shelton is now our brand new Yorton Cup champion in men's physique. And I got to put a shout out to Eric. Eric is a fantastic human being. He's a great individual. I've enjoyed every encounter I've had with him. He has tried and tried and tried. I believe that this was his fifth or sixth Yorton Cup. He's always been in the mix. And then this year, he just nailed it. And in a fantastic and stellar lineup. Cesario, you were outstanding. David, outstanding. I mean, it really came down to the wire with all three individuals. The really cool thing to see on stage is that in all the top threes, there was no animosity. Everybody was happy and proud for everybody else. There was there was no bickering. There was no finger pointing. Hugs and high fives on top threes across the board. It was great. Now, I got to get into the women's physique as we change gears and we go into the uh, women's categories. Not since... The 1965 Mr. Olympia with Larry Scott came out, has a crowd turned around and been so rabid over the love of a category that they have had on stage. Now, I wasn't at the 1965 Mr. Olympia. I was born in 1965, but I've read all of the articles about how it just took the top off the house because... The fans were just so excited to see the greatest bodybuilders in the world at the 1965 Mr. Olympia. 
Well, at the 2023 Jordan Cup Championship, women's physique brought it. We had three packed categories of women's physique, nine or 10 athletes in each category. And the crowd, it sounded like the New York Stock Exchange back in 1990. If that reference is lost on the younger audience, then go watch uh, Wall Street from a 1990s, 80s movie. You'll see what we're talking about. But the crowd was off. It was so uh, heartwarming to hear such fan loyalty to women's physique. It was incredible. And the athletes, they were just, it was truly the best lineup of pro women's physique I have ever seen from top to bottom. It was difficult in every category coming up with the top five. Ladies, you brought it. You were incredible. I, I, I can't say enough good things, but whittling it down to the top three overall, wow, that was a hard exercise. But in the end, Jamie Young was in third place. Christian Frey was in second. And Natalie Hayes is our Yorton Cup Pro Women's Physique Champion. Ladies, I want to see all of you back at future events because all the top fives were tight and the top three overall was just an incredible battle. Moving on to our pro figure. Our pro figure, I have to say it was a highlight. I mean, really blew my mind. I mean, up and down the line, it was just so hard to judge. I know it's repetitive. I keep saying it was hard to judge. People, it was hard to judge. Not one class, not one category that we had, was there a clear winner? Not one. Every single fight came down to the wire. In the pro figure, the top three, hats off to Alicia Lee out of Avon, Ohio. You were third place. You looked great. Uh, Gina Dane. Gina, I've seen you compete before. I've had the opportunity to judge you. This was your sharpest, your most muscular. Incredible. But in the end, the competitor that took home the Orton Cup was Edna Ferrier out of San Diego, California. Edna, I have never seen you compete before, but wow. You want to talk about with, I have never seen a more prominent X-frame on a pro figure competitor in my life. Anybody listening to this, you're going to have to jump on the live stream recording and take a look at the X-frame that Edna possesses. It was incredible. It was such a battle because you had three slightly different physiques, all three personified different aspects of what we're looking for in pro figure. It was hard. It came down to the wire. But in the end, it was just Edna's X-frame that was just too, just too dominant. Now let's move on to our pro wellness. This is the category I was waiting for. For those of you who are not familiar with our wellness category, our first wellness pro was crowned at the Double Down Natural in 2022, and that was Jennifer Lee. She won the Open Division at the Double Down Natural that year, and she became our first pro card-carrying member of the wellness category for the OCB. Earlier this year at the Conqueror, we had our first pro event where Shannon Audette became the Conqueror Pro Wellness Champion, being our first wellness champion. So this was our first ever Yorton Cup wellness category. And we had four full categories of wellness. I believe there were 40 athletes that came out in our wellness category. And from top to bottom, the lineups were stacked all the way across. But it was just so awesome to see that wellness has not only arrived, but it became the second largest category that we had in the show. 
Narrowing it down to the top three was very, very difficult. Now, as the head judge, I was not voting. I was not scoring. Okay, I was moving athletes around, providing commentary. But I wrote down who I felt were the top three as far as meeting the criteria of what we're trying to put across as wellness in the OCB. Wellness criteria for you who are listening and you don't understand wellness. Wellness is a lower body dominant development, but very muscular. We're not just looking for lower body dominant physiques. Wellness is actually harder and more muscular than bikini. So if you look at the muscularity level of our higher placing bikini competitors, you have to be leaner and more muscular than that for wellness. Okay, wellness also needs to have some upper body development. But the thing that sets a wellness competitor off from a figure competitor uh, or let's say a women's physique competitor is the amount of muscle density that they can genetically carry in their upper body. So picture a figure competitor who has a totally lower body dominant development, but has always struggled to get the necessary width or a women's physique competitor who just can't develop that upper body musculature, but has really outstanding developed lower body. That's wellness. So that is what our judges were focusing on. I wrote down three people that I thought personified that look at the beginning of the show, and they became our top three. And our top three were Alexandria uh, Martinick from New York. She was in third place. And then we had Desire Hilton out of South Carolina. She was our second place. And then Constance Baker became our first Yorton Cup champion in the wellness. And she is out of North Carolina. And she just nailed it. She was our wellness champion, our first ever Yorton Cup wellness champion. Now we're going to slide into the bikini. Wow. Bikini grew again. I mean, when you think back, last year was the first year we ever did a pro-only event in natural bodybuilding. Pros only. We had 117 competitors at that uh, Jordan Cup last year. And this year, we had 200. It was a huge growth. Bikini, again, had the most competitors. We had a class A, B, C, D, and E. Yes, five classes. Each class has nine athletes. That's a lot of bikini competitors. Everybody came in in shape. There was not one competitor in the bikini that did not meet the basically the symmetry that we're looking for for bikini. Now, in OCB, particularly in bikini, we judge symmetry first. Then we look at overall hardness and muscularity, and then we look at density. So it all comes down to that S shape and that perfect symmetry that we're looking for for bikini. That's first and foremost. So it wouldn't be fair if I didn't mention who the top five were in the overall. Uh, Tau Esna, she was our bikini A class winner, and it was great to see her win her class. Tau, congratulations on winning your class. I know that was a first for you. Our returning champion from last year, Isabella O'Brien, was class B winner. Great muscular, just a great overall champion. She was back defending her title, and she looked fantastic as well. In the class C, it was Brittany Forson from New Jersey. Brittany, you were on point. I mean, really, you look fantastic. It was it was a great showing for you. Our most popular bikini competitor of the night, Gillian Vaughn, won the Class D. Uh, Gillian, I got to say, when you bring a fan club, you bring a fan club. You and your supporters are just outstanding individuals. It was fun to hang with you. It was great. And that was our Class D champion, Bikini Class C. Shelly Thrall from Columbia, Tennessee, 
was our winner. Uh, Shelly, I I have to say, came out of nowhere. She was a rookie to the Jordan Cup. I mean, just incredible. So our top three was a battle. You had Isabel O'Brien, who was last year's champion. You had Gillian Vaughn, who is a returning top three. And our newcomer, Shelly Thrall, they were our top three. In the end, Isabel O'Brien was in third place. Gillian Vaughn re- returned as the runner-up. And Shelly Thrall was our brand new Jordan Cup champion in bikini. Great showing, ladies. Anyway, it was a... It was just a great show. And afterwards, in the aftermath, getting to talk to some of the athletes that evening and the next day at the hotel, everybody just seemed to have an enjoyable time. Didn't matter how people placed. I have to say that the medals that we gave out this year, great job, Chad. Chad Austin, uh, one of the OCB board members, it was his turn to be lead promoter. As lead promoter, he gets to pick the hardware that we're going to be giving out for medals. He designed a great medal, absolutely beautiful, totally captures Chet Yorton, and was a really, really classy medal. And this was also the last year for this Yorton Cup. What does that mean? Well, the Yorton Cup was kind of like the Stanley Cup. And it was because Matt combined his two greatest loves, natural bodybuilding and hockey, when he came up with the concept for the Yorton Cup. So the Yorton Cup was going to have a base where we always etched the winners each year onto the base of the cup. This year, the cup is being retired because we've run out of room for champions. So that cup is going to be retired. We're bringing a new cup in. So this is the last year that these champions are going to be on the original historic Yorton Cup. And what a worthy group of champions we have. The Yorton Cup weekend has just really turned into a highlight. I mean, for me, it's like a Super Bowl weekend um, or going to the World Series. I mean, it really turned into really turned into something. And this year we upped our game. So what are we going to do for 2024? Well, 2024, our lead promoter is going to be Frank Meekins. For any of you who have been to the Conqueror, know anything about the Conqueror, well, All I can say is, as Marjorie Thrash, my business partner, said, Frank's probably going to be bringing people out on giraffes and elephants, and we're going to have fireworks inside the building. I don't know what it's going to entail. All I know is that uh, we have Frank's creative license on this, and it's going to be great. We also got some other things in the works that are going to totally distinguish Jordan Cup from any other bodybuilding show in history. And they are, ah, you thought I was going to tell you, didn't you? Nope. You're going to have to tune in in 2024 to find out what we're doing to up our game again. So again, this was a Zen short. I will be releasing the uh, next segment of Zen in the series that we were talking about on nutrition. That will be dropping in two weeks. I just wanted to get this out because I was just so excited and so proud of the team and the athletes and the champions and the coaches and everybody that was part of the Yorton Cup this year. And I just wanted to put that shout out and uh, share some of the highlights. So again, thank you. Train hard, be safe, Sully out.